the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. You know, scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of this dark world. Stay with us as we talk to you about spiritual warfare with our special guest, Steve Hemphill. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. And welcome to The Christian View. We're excited that you are joining us today. What a great audience we have. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for inviting us into your home or for listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View. And we take today's hot and challenging topics and wait against the Word of God because God does have a view. Today's hot topic is one of my favorite topics. I, I love um, I love talking about this particular topic. And it's on spiritual warfare. And um, before we get into that, let me just share those who are around our table. I have uh, Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, always great to have you. And we have a new guest co-host today, um, Steve Hemphill. And we have him here because he's written several books on spiritual warfare. He's going to do a lot of talking about spiritual warfare and um, staking your property. And then I have the beautiful Amy Sutherland. So you don't want to um, step away from that TV. So grab your Bibles, your pens, your coffee, and we're going to jump into spiritual warfare. You know, Lee, Scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers of this dark world, against the future spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You know, the enemy wants us to believe that we're in a battle amongst ourselves. But it is clear in scripture that we are not in a battle against ourselves. We're in a battle against principalities. So let's talk a little bit about spiritual warfare, what the definition is, and a little bit about that. Well, spiritual warfare is dealing with attacks that Christians face on this journey as we're moving between this world and the next one. These are going to be things that we're going to be confronted with a lot of times um, with um, issues and coming from sources many times where we, we may not be able to exactly pinpoint where they're coming from. And I think what makes it most fearful for a lot of Christians and believers is that you're dealing with forces now that you can't see. Right. And, um, you know, the Bible teaches us, you know, we don't wrestle flesh and blood, but against principality, spiritual wickedness mm-hmm. in high places, all of these forces that we can't see. And I think that maybe I know in my life, I think it took me a while to become comfortable with that concept because, you know, it's almost like, are we dealing with ghosts? Are we dealing with, Mm -hmm. you know, things that we were taught to be afraid of as kids? But no, these are things that are directly derived from the evil one, from Satan himself. Mm -hmm. And he is our chief chiefest enemy that we're fighting against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. And Steve, we're going to be in a battle till the day we go home to heaven, right? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And you've written several books about it. What began your journey into 
understanding spiritual warfare? Well, that, that's a strange story. I had written a book on heaven that did well, and I started to notice as I researched what the Bible had to say about heaven that there was a lot about how Satan was attacking us and how he twists things. He did that against Jesus right. when he, you know, during his uh, temptation. So I started to write a book called uh, Prayer Satan Hates, mm-hmm. which was intended to be a list of uh, prayer success stories from right. my 30 years as a business owner, mm-hmm. business person. But I prayed a unique prayer, uh, kind of a strange prayer. I said, Lord, please give me something special to put in this book that really helps people. And God's good at answering he those is. kind of prayers. Yes. Uh, a guy came to me who was not a Christian and said he had demons on his property. And he heard I was writing about this subject, and he was getting ready to commit suicide, but he wanted to talk to me mm-hmm. first. Wow. So, you know, no pressure or Right, anything. absolutely uh, not. <laughs> yeah. So he starts to tell me why he has these thoughts, and it's he's hearing voices, he's had depression, he's planning a suicide, and I'm sitting here praying, Lord, what do I say? He's not a Christian, and he's talking about suicide. How do I help? Right. And Deuteronomy 6, a strange Old Testament verse, mm-hmm. I probably couldn't have quoted this if you'd offered me $1,000, but all of a sudden I could see the verse in right. my head, clear as day, and it's the one that... I think it's verses 6 through 8 of Deuteronomy 6. You're living in a land full of evil, so be sure and put my word on your gates and doors. Right. Well, the Jews did that. They didn't say, oh, that's just symbolic. No, they they still literally do that. And by the way, it's not a magic box. Right, absolutely. It's a symbol of their connection to God, their Mm -hmm. covenant relationship with Him. It's an act of faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so I turned to this guy, Bill, and uh, just said, look, don't kill yourself yet. Let, let's try something right. bizarre. The Bible's full of bizarre stories. There's talking snakes and walking on water and resurrection. Let's just take some tent stakes mm-hmm. and write Bible verses on them right. and put them all the way in the ground on the four corners of your property and read the verses together and ask God to make it stop. I'm literally grasping at straws trying to help a guy who's planning his own suicide. Right, right. And we did that. Everything changed. He became a Christian and wanted to be baptized the Amen. next week, and he prays for me every day. Wow. So that started your That's journey. How That's how you and isn't that funny how the Lord just kind of threw you right in and said, yes. Okay, here we go. This is a huge topic, but he could trust you with what he was going to use you to do. I guess that's the way you can look at it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've had people tell me lately, uh, you heard the story about heaven and, and my uh, note from dad and we burned it. Uh, I had people say, that's when God said I could trust this right. guy. That's when he gave you the anointing to do this. Mm-hmm. I never would have wow. thought about that. But right. They helped wow. me. Wow. Of your I'm a huge yeah. fan of your books. And something I think is so important that we should talk about is um, when you talk about you have to prepare the place and prepare the person. Right. So speak to that real quick uh, as far as casting out spiritual demons. Well, and, and I often say in my seminars, it's not a one-step process. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a journey. We need to learn to change our habits and be more godlike. Like I have people come to me, I'm having nightmares. And when I, my boyfriend woke me up the other night and I said, wait a minute, you know, you can't, you can't sleep with your boyfriend or sleep right. with your girlfriend right. every night and expect God to be excited about answering mm-hmm. your prayers. We have to live by his words and rules. Absolutely. So we have, we have to clean up the person and the property. So Absolutely. we stake the corners, all four corners of the property. Uh, we now have verses uh, embedded, embossed. A guy called me and wanted to spend $10,000 to build a mold. So the verses are embedded in the mold and, and they're part of the plastic now. But many people also write other issues they're concerned with. Fear, anxiety, manipulating spirits, homosexual spirits. Mm-hmm. These different evils that we're facing, it, it sends them away. That's great. Absolutely. And you say clean out things from the house. That's right. Clean out the house, too. We've done that before. We've taken, um, and we're going to go to a short break in just a minute, but there are things in our house that allow the demons to come in. So you've got to clean out your house. And we'll talk about that in our our next segment. We'll be right back, so don't go away. You're on the Christian View.
Welcome back to The Christian View. We're talking today about spiritual warfare, and we have an amazing guest, Steve Hemphill, who has come to join us. And we, before we went to that, thank you for coming. Before we went to the break, we were talking about symbols and cleaning out our houses and making sure there's nothing in there that is inviting a demonic spirit. So, Steve, let's speak into that for a few minutes. Well, and symbols can be an object in the home. Of course, mm-hmm. objects in the Bible were idols, but we have objects in the homes, too. Right. Playboy bunnies, uh, dream catchers. Mm-hmm. If there's not a verse for it, it's not from God. Right. And so we're we're honoring, we're dishonoring honoring God by displaying these things. Yes. And I had, in fact, recently I had an example of a young man who had some symbols in his home, and then he started hallucinating and cussing in every sentence. Mm-hmm. And they had him with his doctor, and immediately in a psychiatric hospital, they called me, and I talked about burning the symbols, getting rid right. of him. And they said, well, he's in the hospital, and he's COVID, we can't even go see him. What do we do about him? And I said, go to my website, download the free PDF, How to Stake Your Property, mm-hmm. and make a bunch of copies of the verses that are on the stakes, right. and put them around his room. So the nurse did that. She Amen. put him in the corners, under his bed, and under his pillow. The next morning, he led a Bible study for that wing of the hospital. Amen. He teaches yeah. at Bible camp, and he wears 1 John 4, 4. He that's mm-hmm. in us is greater than he that's in the world everywhere he goes. The Word of God is still powerful. It He's is. not the great I used to could. He's the I am. <laughs> He's the great I am, awesome. and yes. he will do what he says he will do. And I re- right. you know, I remember my, my brother was in ICU. getting. He was pretty much going to die. They said he, would, he was not going to make it. And I did. I started walking the premises of the hospital and just declaring the goodness of the Lord and binding the enemy. And sure enough, the next day he wakes up and the doctors are like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, I'll tell you what happened. It was the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. and speaking with authority. But I think right. we're afraid sometimes, right, to, to go to battle with spiritual warfare. We don't realize how powerful our words are. Mm-hmm. He spoke the world into existence. Right. His right. words have power. We're children of the king. We're mm-hmm. adopted into the royal family. So our words have power. Or two. Right. I had a lady call me the other day from Portland, and she was worried about uh, fraud in their local elections. And she said, what would you do? And I said, well, the verses are already about protection on the sides. So I'd write no fraud on the front right. of them and, and stake out the polling, uh, the election mm-hmm. places where they pa- cast their ballots. She said, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. She did it that day. And the next day it was national news. Early voting, they found fraud. We've had to, we had to recount all the early votes mm-hmm. in the Portland area. You can't make this stuff up. No, the Word no. of God is powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. Wow. It is. And we need to activate it with in ourselves as believers in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? We cannot That's why sit on we this... named our ministry Active Faith. Because right. if you think about it, acts of faith are all through the Bible. Mm-hmm. We, even Jesus taught prayer alone is not always right. enough. In Mark 9, he says it takes prayer plus fasting. Yes. Yes. We had to hold up Moses' arms to beat the Amalekites. He had to raise his staff to cross the Red Sea. They had to march around Jericho. Prayer plus action is the norm, not Absolutely. the exception. We can't sit on the sidelines. That's right. We can't sit on the sidelines. We yeah. have to get into, we talked about this earlier, yes. getting into the game. We have to get into That's the right. game. And it's a daily, I mean, I talked to, I think, I talk to each one of y'all this week and each one of us have been and you said pastor lee i'm gonna have we're gonna have this this side of heaven we're gonna be in a battle and we've got to know how to fight and i think you've created many books and you have a new book coming out which is amazing i've read a little bit of it um just on spiritual warfare and the authority that we have yeah 12 this one's called 12 spiritual weapons it hit amazon just in the last Mm -hmm. couple of days but i have discovered at least 63 weapons from scripture so far and i'm learning there's a lot more errors in our quiver so Mm -hmm. to speak than we thought we had and the idea is you've got hope keep adding weapons to what you're praying for begins to happen Mm -hmm. don't give up on prayer add prayer plus fasting prayer plus oil prayer plus 
touch, prayer plus a testimony, prayer plus pray the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to pray the blood of Jesus right. in right. health situations, yes. in, in uh, mental illness Absolutely. situations. How many mental illnesses have a demonic connection? Mm-hmm. Right. We don't know because the counselors paid by the schools and the government are not allowed. It's against the law for them to bring that up right. as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Only private counselors mm-hmm. can talk about that. Satan loves that. Oh, absolutely. He loves, loves it. That. Let's just give them another pill, another yeah. pill, another right. prescription. Right. Let's numb them down so yes. that they can't receive the truth, right? right? And so I love that, you know, the covering people with the blood of Jesus and, you know, anointing your home with oil, doing the things that we know we need to do to fight this battle, yeah. to win back, you know, those who are lost. Yeah. And it's funny, people will come to me and tell me their story and they might say, well, I'm in college and I'm trying to make a good enough GPA to get in, in med school, but I'm afraid I won't make it. I said, well, put that on the stakes. Mm-hmm. They say, put what? I say, put no fear. Right. Absolutely. You just told me you're afraid. Yeah. And they go, oh, that's a genius. They think I'm a genius. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and all I did was spit the same words <laughs> right, back to them right. that they just said to yeah. me. It's not rocket science. It's just switching. It's simple. Yeah. And you don't need me. Anybody yeah. can do it. You just, can make your own stakes. I just have the coolest. I mean, stakes. yours are pretty cool. You have a blue and a red. Are there any differences with the color? The, the, uh, the colors represent heaven for okay. blue and blood of Jesus for red. The verses are the same on both. And most people mix them up. We saw for both. They're also, the red ones are on Amazon called Spiritual Warfare Stakes. Okay. We sell them that way too. I think it's, I think it's amazing. And then when you put the, these in, are you praying as you, as you walk? We, we actually have an instruction sheet. You've got it here called How to Stake Your Property. Okay. And it kind of explains that this is a prophetic act, that you're, you're proclaiming a time when, when there's peace and harmony and joy and no more fear and, and, and worry and, and strain. And then the back of it has the list of verses that we read out loud okay. that are on the stakes in the version I picked them in, the NLT. And that way it makes sense of what you're doing. And the first one we start with is Genesis 1.1. God made the earth. It's His. Yeah. So we have the right to take it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing you said a few, a few minutes back was hope. That's right. We have hope. Let's talk a little bit about the hope that we have in Christ. You know, it's funny. I had a lady call me from Nashville recently and she said, Steve, I've been praying for my son 10 years and he's walked away from God and I'm giving up on prayer. Mm. I said, hold on just a second. And in that moment, I thought of the verse, God gives you the right verse at the right moment. I thought of the verse in Revelation where it says that God loves our prayers so much, he saves them in golden bowls. Mm. And I always thought you had a bowl and you had a bowl and, and I have a bowl. But God gave me a new picture in that instant during that phone call. I thought about everything I'm praying for is a separate bowl. There's a small bowl for this little thing I'm asking and a bigger bowl for this bigger thing. And this guy needs to come to Christ. That's a bigger bowl. He's really adamant against Christ. So each time you pray about that, that bowl gets fuller. And so when I told her, I said, you may be right near the top and you're giving up on mm. prayer. She started bawling on the phone and right. said, you've given me hope. I'm going to remember that picture. And isn't that just bowls. like we give, we, give up, we give up hope or we give up trying and but if we just keep going, that finish line is right there. That victory is just right there. And so God is saying, do not give up hope. Do not quit because the victory is just right around the corner. We'll be right back with a little bit more on spiritual warfare here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We're talking about spiritual warfare. And in the break, we had a little bit of a discussion. And for those watching at home, you may be thinking, oh, that's a little creepy or that's a little weird or I don't buy into that spiritual warfare stuff. So, Steve, um, I want you to talk into that just for a few minutes. Okay, I just thought of another other thing that answers that. You know, in Jesus' time, he didn't do many miracles in certain places. Why? 
the Bible tells us why. They didn't have enough faith. Right. And so if you'd have gone to those Jewish cities and said, hey, you know why Jesus didn't do many miracles here? Because you don't have enough faith. They would have argued with that. Yeah. They would have said, that only happened in Moses' time. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen today. And some are saying that about this today. That doesn't happen today. It only happened in Jesus' right. time. Right. Well, I think, I think it's the same God today, tomorrow, and forever. Absolutely. And that wall of protection that Nehemiah talks about, mm-hmm. and we can pray that wall, that is still available. In fact, that was what I pictured in my mind as we staked the property, that we were building a wall. Right. And I've actually had several people see angels, mm-hmm. and they were landing on the stakes and facing out with their wings becoming a fence around the property. There's a story about that in one of my books. But also, I had, a, had an email recently from a lady that only lives an hour from me. I never met the lady. Right. She says, uh, I loved your teaching. I watched your YouTube channel. I told my sister about you in Wisconsin. And my sister loved the idea, so she downloaded your free document, How to Take Your Property. She went to Home Depot. She bought her own stakes. She put the verses that you were using. And she added a couple because her daughter was involved in witchcraft, and she was trying to address that issue. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she said three weeks later, her little grandson had come over for a Saturday play day. And he said, Grandma, let's go play in the front yard. So they're walking down the front steps, and he's three, and she's the grandma. Mm -hmm. And he says, Grandma, stop. There are big, mad men out there. They're stomping their feet. They're so mad. They're mad because they can't come in here. Amen. And she said, that's right, honey. God's word is powerful and it protects us. We're completely safe here. He says, okay, good. Let's play. Let's play. (laughs) And and that's the thing. Either either we believe it and he's real or we don't believe it and we won't receive it. That's right. So therefore, we need to, you know, even though it may seem a little strange, a little, you know, when I talk about spiritual warfare to people, they do get a little uneasy. They're like, what? Um, I had someone over, was living in my house who thought she was a witch and they had tarot cards and all kinds of things and I had to take them out and burn them and they, they did not understand. And then other people that, were related to this, you know, they just didn't understand it. But I was like, it is real and it is deadly, Mm -hmm. you know, again, demonic demonic, and it will destroy you from the inside out. And, and so I think about well, it may not be real, but what if it is real? You know what I mean? We have to believe that we have to believe that it's real because otherwise what's the outcome? Yeah. It's, there's no hope. You lose hope because you look at the world today and, and it doesn't give you much hope. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the scripture and you realize the power of the word of God, there is hope right. for each one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's, we have just a few minutes left. Let's, let's go over um, some of the weapons that you've discovered in Scripture. Okay. Uh, in Mark 9, the disciples had been unable to cast out uh, a demon, and then Jesus did cast it out. So they came privately and said, why couldn't we cast mm-hmm. it out? And that's when Jesus said, that kind takes prayer and fasting. And I think that's one of the stronger weapons. But actually, the first one I mentioned in my new book that's called 12 Spiritual Weapons is pray like a lawyer. Now, that sounds a little weird. Let me explain it. On Pray Like a Lawyer, I, I kind of bring up the point that we have three realms of prayer. Mm-hmm. God is our Father. Right. When we said, how do you pray? Pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven. So right. we know He's our Father. He's also our friend. Abraham was a friend of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus said to the disciples at the end of His ministry, you're no longer my disciples. You're my friends because I've shared with you everything the Father shared with me. Right. But that third aspect of God is He's the judge. Yeah. And when He's the judge on the throne, He puts on that judge's outfit and He sits on His throne to judge, He's going to be a righteous judge. Amen. So Absolutely. if I'm His son and my judge my dad's a judge and I'm guilty of a speeding ticket, then he's going to pronounce me guilty and right. then he's going to take off his judge's uniform and come down and stand by me and say, I'm his dad. I'll pay the speeding ticket. Right. Oh, but I love that. That's he, a beautiful he gave a righteous yeah. judgment. Right. So what happens sometimes in the spiritual realm, the, the word adversary that mm-hmm. Satan is called, the Greek word there means 
one who brings a lawsuit against you. Right. So this is the court of heaven. Yeah. The enemy lawyer is Satan. Jesus is our advocate and Holy Spirit's our intercessor. Mm-hmm. Then we have witnesses. These are biblical terms right. about a court in heaven. Right. And so what happens is Steve comes to the, to the throne. Lord, please heal my son. I'm praying for healing for my son. And then uh, Satan speaks up my adversary, my opponent, mm-hmm. opponent lawyer, and says, right. wait a minute, don't answer that prayer of Steve because he's got this unconfessed sin in his life. And God says... You're right, he does. Mm -hmm. He needs to confess that sin. If Steve would confess that sin, I would cover it with the blood of Jesus and I could answer his prayer. So sometimes our prayers aren't being answered because we have unconfessed sins in our life. So we have to learn to think and pray like a lawyer to get past that first stage. I I, I do love that. The unconfessed sins can hinder the answered prayers from the Lord. That's right. That is is powerful. So pray like a lawyer is one. Mm -hmm. The blood of Jesus may be the most powerful weapon. Mm -hmm. And I spend more time on that in this book than any other weapon. I have had several physical ailments connected with 45 years as a diabetic that uh, one of them was neuropathy in my foot. Right. I didn't know what it was. When I found out what it was, I knew how to pray against mm-hmm. it. And so I, I used a little prayer that was very simple, but it really worked. I said, Lord, is this what you want from me? Because, you know, if God wants that for me, then I need to learn something from this pain. Right. There's something he's trying to teach me that this pain is causing. David once says, the suffering you sent was good for me mm-hmm. for it taught me to pay attention right. to your commands. But if it's not from God, then there's only two kingdoms. It's mm-hmm. from the enemy. There's no gray angels. Right. They're either on God's side or they're Absolutely. on the enemy's side. Right. You can't straddle so, the fence. So if I say, Lord, is this, is this what you want from me? If so, great. If not, I cast it out in Jesus' name. Amen. I bind it and gag it in the name of mm-hmm. Jesus and ask you to put it in chains in the pit until judgment and don't let any other similar demons take their place. It's sort of a simple, but you've got to think strategically. Right. John right. Eldridge talks about that in his book, uh, Moving Mountains, mm-hmm. that Christians are not trained to think strategically right. in these weapons. As you brought up mm-hmm. in the definition of spiritual warfare, if we realize we have unseen enemies, we pray about it differently. My enemy is not the person screaming at me. It's the unseen being telling that person to scream at me. Mm -hmm. I read a prayer the other other day. It was like a declaration. It says, Lord, I want to be the person that puts the the enemy at flight instead of the enemy putting us at flight. And so as believers, you know, as you're speaking, you're speaking with boldness. You're speaking with conviction. You're speaking with authority. And that's what we need to be doing Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Because again, the enemy wants us to think we're wrestling against each other, that things are happening, or this is the sick Sickness is always going to be a sickness because my mom had the sickness or my dad had the sickness or divorce is going to run in my family or whatever the spiritual attack is. But God is saying there is hope, there is another way, and there is freedom. I think that faith and authority are the keys to success Mm -hmm. in spiritual warfare. Prayer is the vehicle. Right. Absolutely. Well, if you understand Luke ten armor. nineteen, oh, go ahead. What you if say? you understand Luke ten nineteen, he gave us all authority over the power of the right. enemy. Yeah. Right. So we have the authority. We're not. We're not used to exercising it. Yeah. No. No. Just, and does that armor play into that? Because I know in your book you I talk a lot so. about I, that. I, and, I, I don't get out of bed till I pray the yes. armor. Amen. On. Amen. Every day. You want to be that person that when your feet hit the floor, the enemy yes. says, "Oh, oh no, no, he's up. He's up, or <laughs> she's up, or he's up." We have just a few seconds. Can you give everyone your website information so they can yes. follow you? Thank you. It's active faith-faith.org and we have a lot of free resources on there and then I have a uh, podcast called Battle Plan. It's on all the podcast networks. Battle Plan with Steve Hemphill. And it's amazing so make sure you follow Steve. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Christian View, we've had a great discussion on spiritual warfare. I want to thank Steve for coming and joining us. Thank Thank you you for making the long drive, and I hope that you'll come back for sure. Um, Check out his website. It's active-faith.org. There's so much information on his website. His books are amazing. 
Know that God loves you. He has great plans for you. And I would love to encourage you to visit our website, thechristianview.tv, and follow us on social media, our YouTube channel, Facebook, and Instagram, because God has great things in store for you, and I want to keep you in the know. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.